0: This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog Zelma on insurance. Today let's speak about why an insurer was compelled to defend entities chosen by its insured that it knew nothing about, because when an insurer lets an insured unilaterally choose who will be an additional insured the insurer has no standing to complain. When an insurer drafts an open-ended additional insured endorsement that allowed its insured by entering into contracts under which the insurer would be obligated to provide a defense to people unknown to the insurer and which did not require that its insured obtain the insurer's approval of the contracts or require its insured to disclose the identities of the third parties, or require even the named insured name those parties as additional insureds, the insurer assumed the responsibility of providing defenses for certain unknown and unnamed third party beneficiaries, whether it intended to do so or not. In Westfield Insurance Company versus Walsh K5JV and others, a 2022 decision of the Illinois Court of Appeal, the insurer was compelled to live up to its agreements. Westfield Insurance Company filed a declaratory action seeking a determination that it owed no duty to defend or indemnify the defendants in an underlying personal injury lawsuit that occurred at a construction site at which Walsh and K-5 were operating a joint venture. In the underlying lawsuit, Royce Brown, an employee of VMR Contractors Inc., a subcontractor at the construction site, injured himself carrying rebar. The trial court found Westfield owed a duty to defend each and denied Westfield's motion to avoid its defense duty to the various parties involved in the construction. Walsh entered into a two-line joint venture agreement with K-5 To bid on two separate contracts from the Illinois State Toll Highway Authority, which involved pavement widening and bridge reconstruction work on the Jane Addams Memorial Tollway. Further, the joint venture, Walsh, if K-5 was the named insured on the policy, and K-5, if Walsh was the named insured on the policy, were required to be named as additional insureds in the commercial general liability insurance policy for claims arising out of the performance of the named insured party's work. The Westfield policy, in light of VMR's obligations under the subcontractors, was obtained from Westfield and contained commercial general liability insurance with a one-year term. In the General Liability Declarations, VMR was listed as the Named Insured. Section 2 of the Commercial General Liability Coverage Form was titled, Who is an Insured? and provided that any organization you newly acquire or form other than a partnership, joint venture, or limited liability company and over which you maintain ownership or majority interest will qualify as a Named Insured if there is no other similar insurance available to that organization, subject to three listed conditions. Those conditions allowed VMR to make all of the people involved in the contract because of the contract it signed as an additional insured. After VMR obtained its commercial general liability policy, it began work on the James Adams Memorial Tollway Construction Project. And in September of 2015, Brown was working as an iron worker on the construction project for VMR. While Brown was manually carrying rebar from a designated shakeout area, he injured himself and in August of 2017, Brown filed a three-count complaint sounding in negligence against Walsh, K-5 and the joint venture for the injuries he sustained while carrying rebar. The court, in its analysis, noted that although Westfield contended that K-5 and the joint venture could not be considered additional insureds under VMR's policy with Westfield because there was no contract in writing, that required VMR to add either K-5 or the Joint Venture to the policy as additional insureds. Additionally, Westfield contended that even if K-5 and the Joint Venture could be considered additional insureds, the Joint Venture exclusion in their policy negated that coverage. Finally, Westfield argued that the Joint Venture exclusion also applied to Walsh and negated its potential coverage as such. Westfield posited that it had no duty to defend Walsh K5 or the joint venture, and the circuit court's various rulings must be reversed. The prescient words of the Illinois Court of Appeal pronounced in LaGrange Memorial Hospital v. St. Paul Insurance, a 2000 decision of the Court of Appeal, when discussing the position insurers place themselves in when obligating themselves to defend unknown third parties with which named insureds have written agreements to add as additional insureds. It said, quote, by drafting this language, the insurer acknowledged and accepted that its insured would be entering into contracts of which, under which the insurer would be obligated to provide a defense. The insurer did not require that its insured get the insurer's approval of the contracts or require its insured to disclose the identities of the third parties or require that the named insured name those parties as additional insurers. The insurer thus assumed the responsibility of providing defenses for certain unknown and unnamed third-party beneficiaries, close quote. That's what occurred in this case, because the plain language of the contractor's endorsement mandated that the endorsement does not apply to any person or organization covered as an additional insured on any other endorsement now or hereafter attached. The joint venture exclusion did not negate coverage for Walls K-5 or the joint venture as additional insureds under the additional insured endorsement, which gave VMR the broad right to make anyone it wished and entered into a contract with an additional insured. The Court of Appeal therefore affirmed the circuit court's rulings that granted Walsh Construction II LLC's motion for partial judgment on the pleadings, granted defendants Walsh K-5JV, Walsh K-5JV, 114, 2009, Walsh Construction, etc. et all motions for summary judgment and denied plaintiff Westfield Insurance Company's motion for summary judgment where plaintiff had a duty to defend the defendants. In my opinion, insurers who give away their underwriting pen to others should have learned that its decision was expensive. In this case, the insurer gave the insured the right to make anyone with whom it contracted additional insurers. By so doing, Westfield gave away its right to underwrite its obligation to insure and found it was insuring multiple people and corporations and joint ventures it had no idea even existed. When it issued the policy, it insured cases like this one should cause insurers to reconsider whether they have sufficient premium to cover the risk it is letting its named insured impose on it by entering into a contract with others. This video was adapted from my blog, Zalma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone asking at zalma.com slash blog. You can subscribe and receive free a copy of every blog post as it is posted, and I post them on an almost daily basis, and also these videos. Thank you for your attention.